0: We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you, and we praise you, and we bless you. Because, because by, by, your cross, cross, by your holy cross, by your holy cross, by your holy cross, you have redeemed the you world, have you the have, the have world. redeemed the world, you, you have, have redeemed, redeemed the, the world, you have
1: redeemed the world. Station
0: 13. Jesus dies on the cross. Our reading is from Luke 23 verses 44 through 46. It was now about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour, while the sun's light failed, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, calling out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. We have a historic record of precisely one... Person, One single individual person surviving a crucifixion. I'm going to tell you about that story now. Uh, One of the most important historical figures in the ancient world was a Jewish scholar named Josephus. And Josephus was a Jewish historian and scholar, and he was born a few years after Jesus died and rose again. There was an uprising of the Jewish people against their Roman overlords in the year 63 AD. And Josephus fought in that war with the Jewish people and was captured. But he ingratiated himself to a general named Vespasian. And Vespasian would become the future emperor of Rome. And Vespasian spared punishment for Josephus but made him a slave. He could be the official Roman interpreter and consult for how to deal with the people of Israel. Well, after some years of serving Vespasian and his family, Jesus was so well-liked that he was granted his freedom. And the opposite is true, too. Josephus really liked Vespasian and his son Titus, and Titus would eventually go on to succeed his father Vespasian as emperor. Uh, Josephus is regarded by many in the Jewish community as a turncoat, someone who fled to the opposition to save his own skin, betraying his neighbors in the process. Well, in 70 AD, another uprising happened in Israel. This is a mere seven years after the one where Josephus was captured. And Vespasian, now the emperor, sends his son Titus to go put down this new revolt. So Titus travels with an army. Jerusalem was set to siege And when Titus realized that Jerusalem wouldn't surrender, it wouldn't go down without a fight, he forcefully invaded the city. The siege took nearly five months before the city was finally overrun, and Josephus records that the Roman soldiers were so angry and so frustrated about the insubordination of the city that they were so headstrong and the Roman soldiers hated them so much for not surrendering that they were especially brutal to the captives, coming up with new and especially cruel ways to arrange the bodies for crucifixion. Josephus, however, discovers that as these uh, captors are being crucified, three of his close friends were being uh, crucified among the captured. And so Josephus goes and rushes to Titus and says, "'Titus, these three are my friends. Can we please spare them?' And Titus says, "'Sure, go ahead.'" And so, by the time Josephus gets back, the three friends have already been crucified. Um, But Josephus comes with word from this general future emperor, and the three friends are immediately taken down. They're removed from the crosses, the nails are removed, and they are given over to the best Roman doctors for curing. Sadly, at this point, two of his friends do not survive, but one does actually survive. And that is the only person we know of in all of history who survived the act of crucifixion. So why am I telling you about the one person who survived crucifixion that we know of? Why am I talking to you about the one very, very lucky friend of Josephus? I'm telling you about Josephus' friend because he had an intercessor. He had someone who came in to rescue him. And throughout the history of criticisms of Christianity, some folks have said, you know, maybe Jesus didn't die. Maybe he just got the tar beat out of him and he needed a couple of days to rest and recover before he could get back up and go at it again. Maybe that's what we mean when we talk about the resurrection. And I hope by this point in our series, you'll realize that these things that people say are absolute hogwash, They are ignorant of the history of this practice. Sadly, we find in our reading that no such intercession happens for Jesus Christ. Nobody dares to intercede on his behalf. He is nailed to a cross like the rebels and thieves and political traitors of the day, and yet nobody intercedes. Don't let anyone, friends, try to convince you that the crucifixion is survivable. Into his heavenly Father's hands, Jesus commends his spirit. The Son of God has truly died.